Hey guys, welcome to another podcast, Paris, Texas. We are with a an old acquaintance of mine. I've known this guy for a really, really long time. Um, his name is Paul Allen. What's up, Paul? A whole lot. <laughs> a whole lot. Um, I I went to school and, and Paul was teaching. Uh, we'll get to that. Well, let's go with the first question first. Paul, are you a Parisian or are you a parasite? I would consider myself to be neither. What? Yeah, exactly. So what would you call yourself then? I guess you would say I'm a blossomite, if you want to put that word together. Uh, I grew up two miles north of Blossom, and that's where I still live today. Really? Yes. That's amazing. Yes. But you still have a huge heart for Paris. Yes, I, I, I do. I do. That's awesome. Because you're, you're, tell everybody what your job is here. Right now, I'm the president of the Lamar County Chamber of Commerce, and I am honored to be in this position. And you've worked in, in Paris, not in this job. This, the, you're new to this job right. fairly. But you've worked in Paris most, most of your life? Most of my life, yes. Because um, obviously, as I started in the beginning, I remember you as a coach and a teacher in, in high school. And I remember you running cross country. I did. I sure. I remember that coming, you coming around that track, and uh, I still remember that. Only sport I've probably ever been actually good at yeah. is running. I still I, remember you running cross country. Um, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I think I even was a, a water boy for a hot minute when you were coaching baseball. You may have. I think so, because um, I was not good at baseball. <laughs> um, I think I tried out for basketball like three years in a row, and I never made it. The The years begin to run together. I, I can only um, imagine. I spent 32 years in education, and so the years, the years begin to run together, and what year you graduated versus what year someone else graduated and what year I had you in class. All those kinds of things begin to run together now. So do you still have people in, like when you run across them, do they still say coach? Call oh, yeah, coach all the time. All the time? All the time, and I still respond to it. And, uh, I mean, there, there are people in their middle 40s that I coached. Really? Because when I started, when I first started, I was 21 years old, and I was coaching kids that were 18. Wow. And, and so, yeah, they were, we were very close in age, and, and so... Yeah, they still call me coach, and they're in their late forties. That's and, funny. Uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty neat. That is that's got to be pretty neat. Something that yeah. just sticks around that long. It does. It and then does. eventually you became principal, right? I did. I did. And uh, do anybody still call you principal, Alan? They do. They do. <laughs> yeah, they still do. They sure do. So, do they tuck their shirts in when they walk up to no, you? No, <laughs> no, it's not like that anymore at all. But uh, yeah, the, it's great when you run across students that you've had over over a, a, a long period of time that you, you know, that I spent in education, uh, you know, to see what they're doing now and to see the success stories that they've got, or you see them with a family, uh, because I remember back when, you know, they were 15, 16, 17 years old, sitting in a class or playing on a ball field. And, and so it just brings back such great memories um, that are, you can't take those away. Did you know you wanted to be a coach? I knew. You knew from I knew. When I, when I went into high school, um, you know, and the thing that we're doing right now, Chamber, trying to help kids find out mm-hmm. what they want to do, uh, I knew from day one when I started high school I wanted to become a teacher and I wanted to coach. And um, I wanted to be 
my goal was to be the very best teacher that I could be because the old stigma of coaches don't teach and coaches really don't do a very good job in the classroom. I wanted to get away from that. and mm-hmm. I, I didn't want that stigma. And so I took great pride in what I did in the classroom. I'm not saying I was the best, but I worked at it. Uh, tried to make my classroom fun. Uh, but in the same same part, I wanted our kids to learn. So I took great pride in, in what we did in the classroom. Uh, what all, uh, like what all did you teach? Um, most of the years that I taught, I taught world history. Okay. Um, I did a little American history, but mostly it was it was world history. I also taught driver's ed, um, but but really world history world was history. The, was the one that I, I spent most time in. Now, if I remember correctly, I can't remember if this is in one of my classes or if this is a story of someone else's classes. There is a, a couple times that someone had fallen asleep in your class and then you taught from standing on their desk. Is that true? I think that is correct. <laughs> and they didn't wake up. Then they didn't no, wake up. I don't up. think they woke up. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was um I told somebody matter of fact, I told somebody the other day this, if you're in a classroom and uh, you're not getting their attention, you've got to do something to get their attention. You've got to get them interested. And if you have to stand on your desk to get them to look at you and to pay attention to what you're doing, that's what you have to do. Um that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that yeah that that is a true story. Unique technique for sure. Yes, that's awesome. Um, so, was there ever anything else you ever wanted to do other than teach or coach? The thing that I really thought about doing once I got to the point where uh, I could retire, uh, I really looked into and thought about getting into counseling mm. because I wanted to be a a drug counselor and help our young people Mm -hmm. Um, and had a lot of support with a lot of people that were involved in a lot of things that we were doing at North Lamar uh, and and even pursued getting into that and it just didn't work out. I was going to have to go back and start over basically like I was a freshman in college and I didn't want to do that so... (laughs) You know, that was one thing that I really, I really felt a passion to do. Um, but it just didn't, at my age, I just didn't want to go back and start over at that time. So I was very fortunate that Ronna K. Rusak from Counseling Professionals, who had helped me with a lot of things that uh, we did at North Mar with our kids, uh, she hired me to do some work for her with Child Protective Services. So I spent a couple of years doing that kind of work. Um, it's amazing, and I and I enjoyed that um, because everything was about the kids and, and making sure the kids were taken care of and things like that. So, um, you know, it it def- definitely didn't change my direction in anything that I that I wanted to do. That I didn't become a counselor um, because, in some way, or shape, form, or fashion, I always was a counselor. No. <laughs> you know, uh, because being an administrator, you wear so many hats. And uh, much like this job that I'm in right now, there are so many different hats that I am learning that I wear, and it's they're all good. That's awesome. Now, how many kids do you have? I have three kids. I have two sons and a daughter. That's awesome. Yep. I remember, I think, your sons. Brandon uh, and Jamie. Jamie, yep. I think, was the closest to me. Yep, you're right. Um, and uh, I, I, he, I have a funny story about him, actually, because he, he opens the door for my kids, my kids now, Yes. who go to, goes to North Mar, <laughs> where, where we grew up. Right. And, um, 
And I just, he looks so much like you. Yeah. He I has just, no hair either. No hair either. He no. has no hair either. And even your like mannerisms, like he just kind of has that, that, that like, not stone cold, but he's got that really like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Alan stare. Yeah. You know hey, I mean? that, we've both been told that many years. Um, yeah. But this funny story is, so the other day, and I think I've told you this, but I'm going to tell everybody else because it was funny. Um, uh, the way we have our, our, our cars long, it's got three rows, and we have our kids set up in the far back right. uh, and preparing for our, our newborn who's coming soon. He'll be in the middle. But uh, So uh, Jamie didn't see that, that one of my boys was in the back, so he thought that, that the, the child was in the passenger seat, which was my wife, who's very short, yes, but also very pregnant right Exactly. Now. So he opens the door for her. And, and, and tells her to get out. Yeah. Tells her to get out. <laughs> Yeah, he was very shocked when he, yeah, he got I bet, the door I bet he was. Open. I bet he was. Uh, so it was, it was a really funny story with him. Yeah. And then I actually know Brooke. Well, uh, yeah. his wife Brooke. No, not his wife. Brooke is your daughter. Brooke is my daughter. I'm sorry. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. That's uh, fine. Because she goes to church with us. Right. Exactly. Um, and she's uh, Cade, her husband. I'm, yep. I'm tracking. Um, a great, great family. You bet. You know. um, I'm I'm very very proud of my kids. Um, I'm very fortunate. Reed and I are very fortunate all three of my kids are teachers that's awesome and um you know they all you know it, it wasn't something that i made them do or anything no. but they had they had grown up with me being in education and so my oldest son is an ag teacher and uh, jamie teaches and coaches and then brooke teaches at second grade in blossom so uh, i'm thrilled that they chose that path because it was so good to me uh course they're never going to get rich doing what they're doing right now no. but that's not uh, rich in family that's that's not what it is and uh, that's not what it's about but uh, because there's so many other blessings that you have when you're in education and and you see those successes that those kids have and you're a part of that and I think they saw your heart and wanting to be a part of uh, the, the children's lives and growing up and you I bet. think even in your current job uh, you you are very heavy-hearted on a, a kid programs you we just did a chamber connect where we went out and we were we were showing kids different options they could have within careers and then you also did uh well i forget the name of it but where kids come to the, the chamber, junior chamber junior chamber and they get to see how the inner workings of the chamber in the city of sorts work correct well and that's 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 eventually what i want to happen we're in the very early stages of that um you know when i started this job i, I didn't I, I came in blind um, so I have spent a lot of time asking a lot of questions. Uh, I have a great staff uh, that works with me, and I have a great board uh, that works very close with me. Uh, and they've helped guide me in a lot of different areas. But at the same time, they have also allowed me to do some things that I felt were necessary to boost some things. And one of the things was getting our young people involved in what's going on with the chamber and getting mm -hmm. our our businesses involved with what's going on with our kids um because i know as well as anybody what i what i i know that our kids need um while they're in school and they need some of that direction when it comes to what i want what i want to do when i get out of school what direction do i want to take and you know we can't make you know like you said we just got through leaving paris high school and hopefully, eventually, when we go back there, more kids will come up mm -hmm. um, and, and ask those questions because right now they don't know. Sims Norman made a great comment while we were out there. 
you know, we know what we can tell those kids, but those kids sitting there, they really don't, maybe not, don't know what mm-hmm. questions to ask. Um, but if we're present and we're there, uh, I think that's important. Yeah, you just open up a line of conversation, then they feel more comfortable exactly. around you. That's you are exactly right. So true. Um, and I feel like, uh, and this is not an, a dig on our, our school system or anything else, but me growing up, I didn't wasn't able to be introduced to the kind of things that I do now. Right. Um, a, it was 18 years ago, so a lot of the stuff wasn't sure. around. But uh, I, I wasn't able, so I didn't have the resources sometimes to, to do that. And I think us coming in to the school's giving them the option to to connect with us maybe outside of school and do some projects with eParis or with right. myself doing video work. And that that's just from my angle. But um, I, I think it's a really good opportunity for the kids. Well, I think so too. But I also think it's a very good opportunity for the businesses that are doing it oh, as yes. well. Uh, because, you know, we've, we've been to Northamar and we've been to Paris. And what I have seen is I have seen some connections that our businesses have made mm-hmm with each other that that may not have been developed if we weren't doing this program correct um so i I think it's helping the businesses that are involved as well uh but once again you have to take that opportunity uh or take advantage of those opportunities that you have just like the kids do and there's and and if on a business side of point there's a long game in this in five ten years these kids will be the people who own businesses exactly and are needing the the services of the people that they and they're going to be like i remember you You came to my school you're exactly right you open up the you know so there's another way just to open a door there's nothing but positive things about what we're doing here at the chamber and i love it i love it um you know, one of the things that we all that I continually look at is, you know, and I was thinking when we left Paris today, what can we do better next week when we go to Prairie Land to make this work even better for our businesses and for our students? And so, you know, continually looking at what you're doing and making those small changes or or continually to make improvements to make it work better. Um because it'll never be good enough. You know, that's never. just, it'll never be good enough. Um, but that's, that's what, we, that's how I do things. That's awesome. That's how I do things. Is there one thing that's coming in a five to 10 year goal for Paris that you're most looking forward to? I'm excited about the possibilities of downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grew up in downtown Paris when my mom would bring me down here and she would drop me off and give me five dollars and you know during those days uh, I could go anywhere I wanted to on the square and I would pop in and out I would go to McClellan's and Cress's and I would go to Sears and Ayers and there were just so many different fond memories that I had growing up uh, of the downtown area Um, and, and I see that that could actually happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to be mindful of of the current businesses that mm-hmm. are down here right now and the folks that are here now where, you know, they have input on how this looks and have input on, on how this is going to work for their business that currently exists down here. Because we've got some good folks in this downtown location. Yeah. We have some very good folks and we have some very good businesses down here. And so I think that, and they did, and they made some comments and they put, you know, their two cents worth in when the tool design group came mm-hmm. here. And I think all of those things should be taken into consideration when, when hopefully this moves forward. So, 
Um, I, I'm anxious to see where that goes. I'm yeah. also anxious to see what kind of new industry possibly comes into Lamar County. Yeah. And I'm talking about industries that we're not even thinking of right now. Um, you know, I, I came into the chamber at a very good time because there's a lot of positive things happening right now in mm-hmm. Paris uh, or throughout Lamar County. Um, and I see a lot of cohesiveness and people working together and helping each other out and supporting each other in their businesses. And I think it's just amazing. Um, you know, I, 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 we are blessed awesome. where we live. Um, you go back and look at Saturday and you look at Harley Davidson and the wow factor they created for the mm-hmm. city of Paris. And I'm so thankful because so many people benefited in Paris because of what Harley Davidson did. Um, and, and so those kinds of things, and they couldn't have pulled that off with yep. a lot of different volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so the, we just have a great, we just have a great number of volunteers that will step up and help when you have things like that going on that will pitch in and help you. And uh, I can't say enough good things about our volunteers in Paris. And they, they all have huge hearts. Yes, they do. For just di- like, not, not for specific things, but just anything that's going on in Paris. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree with that 100%. They're, they're so supportive of the different things that are going on because, you know, take, for example, Saturday, you know, I was at Washmasters, and there was a good group of people that came into Washmasters to give blood. I couldn't even get into Harley-Davidson because they were piled up with bikes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you go out to—I went out to the boat races, and, you know, the guys from the city of Paris and how they had that had the area at Lake Crook fixed up mm-hmm. and manicured, and, I mean, they did such a, an, an amazing job— those people that put the boat races, they want to come back and they want to make it bigger and better. And the reason is because of how they're being treated by the people of Paris, Texas. Correct. And and so that's that's something that that we should be proud of. Of when our people when people are coming from out of town for these different events, the response that they're getting is great. We mm-hmm. are going to have multiple bike competitions in Paris now that we haven't had before just because of how these people have been treated when they mm-hmm. were here and so it benefits everyone actually um, this past tour we had two bikes right back to back we, we had, had back we had back back to back and that the one that we had on sunday was called the gravel grind it had never been here before but the guy that put it on was so impressed he wants to put two more on wow. next year uh just wow. because of, of how he was treated and how the bike riders were treated and the reception that he got. And so uh, it, it's how you treat people. It's oh, how always. you respond to people and you take care of them. Yes, I agree with that. 100%. And we're blessed with that. 100%. Did you ever go uh, on subject, off subject, but did you ever go to the Grand Theater when you were walking around downtown? <laughs> The Grand Theater, if you look back there on my wall, I have a picture of the Grand Theater yeah. that will light up. Oh, it lights. It will light up. The, that in that in the Plaza Theater, and I was down at Postal Options, and I purchased those after some finagling with uh, my friends down at Postal Options. The Grand Theater and the Plaza Theater are are very fond memories of mine. Um, you know, and just going back in a little history since I have been at the chamber, I start I, I ask all these questions, and Bobby Walters, who is a 
I consider him to be a good friend and a very yeah. good mentor of mine. He's here every day. Um, also volunteer. And also volunteers. And and he and I got to talking, and, and we, we tar- started talking about the movie theaters, and there once used to be five theaters in this downtown area. And I was not aware of that. So he told me the story of, of Camp Mexi and how they were able to keep five theaters open. I only remember the two, the Plaza and the Grand. And uh, I still remember my wife and I dating and going to the wow. Grand Theater. Um, during that time, I did actually sneak into the Plaza Theater a couple of times and mm-hmm. watched a couple of Kung, uh, a Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee Kung Fu movies. Um, it was like, okay, you don't need, you don't go, you can go to the Grand, but I don't want you going to the Plaza. But I snuck, I snuck in anyway because I wanted to see Bruce Lee. Um, That's fun. But I remember, I remember seeing John Wayne movies at the Grand. Um, I remember even seeing some Elvis Presley movies at the Grand Theater. Wow. Um, so it was, yeah. I'm, I'm anxious to see what happens with the Grand. I am too. Because Very. it is a. Uh, to me and a lot of people my age they grew up and that's where they went to the movie and well, uh but Reed and i Reed and i we we had some dates there yay sure did that's awesome I, well obviously i'm a huge movie buff yes i, I mean that's the, my career that i went into and uh i i remember going to the grand i even remember the last movie i watched there do you remember the last one you watched there i do not i watched the titanic was the last movie i watched in the grand really theater. yep and then it closed that year I, I actually don't remember that. That that would be, I know Rita doesn't remember. Yeah, but that I wished I did remember. Um, I I remember more of going as a little boy to the John Wayne movies and things like that, yeah. and and I actually remember sneaking up from the bottom and going up into the balcony. And watching movies in the balcony. Wow. Yes, I remember doing that too. All of my memory, the balcony was closed yeah, off. Yeah, I remember when the balcony was open. And, Why did uh, they close it off? Do you know? I don't know. I guess huh. too many kids sneaking up there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They um, did it because of you. You did it because of me. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the Grand getting, you know, opened back up. And I know it's going to be a long time. Oh, yeah. Long but... drawn out process. But, you know... That's headed in the right direction, yeah. and that's just such a mainstay in the downtown area. Um, but we got some good folks that are going to head that up, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about that too. Yeah, I am. That's awesome. Well, Paul, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate that. I just love hearing people's stories, and even down to like you and your wife going to the Grand Theater. That's just amazing history there. Actually, that- our first, our very first date, and she, she was at the, at the drive-in out here on North Main. Wow. That is the very first date that we went on, and I still, and I keep telling her when I drive by, it's still there. Yeah, yeah. It's the still screen, there. The, the screen is still there. Is still well, there. the building is too. It's just covered yeah, in trees. Yeah, and that, that is where Rita and I went on our very first date, and that was, gosh, we were... Kids. Kids, freshmen in high schools. She, she and I have been married 30, 36, 37 years. Wow. And so, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of memories Go back to, to some of those things that uh, when we were growing up. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. This, this is why I do it, to hear these kind of stories. Yeah. Well, and I appreciate you doing that. I, I really you. do. 
Um, all right. Thanks for joining in, guys. As always, we try to put out a new podcast every single Monday. You can tune in on your favorite podcast app. Just search for Paris, Texas. Thanks again. Bye.